Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. I'm Jen. And I am Trin. This is Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Information I don't want. You can't unknow this. I want this to go away. Believe. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen. Hi. Jen. How you doing over there? You know... I'm feeling a lot of feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, flipped the house. We got the house back. Did it good by job myself. Voters. Yeah, good job, voters. Single-handedly. Good job, Thank you. Idris Elba, sexiest man alive. Of course. Good job, Idris Elba. Good job to me. I booked myself a massage for this weekend. Just hey. good job all around. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up this morning and I was feeling this this like weird sensation. And I think it was mm. not depression. No. Yeah. It's like all the like little chefs and cooks in my brain were like, Wait, serotonin, dopamine. We don't have the ingredients for this, do we? Do, do we? Did you? Like, let's open the pantry and see if there's any. Oh, yeah, we could make some serotonin. Oh, yeah, we could whip something up. We could do that. It's been a while, but I think we can do it. Yeah, I feel a little better today. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm sure this is not going to last long. And by the time people hear this episode, something else bad will have happened. Yeah, I feel like, you know, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, when Theoden is like standing on top of Helm's Deep and, and he's yeah, looking at yeah. all the orcs and he goes, so it begins. Yeah. It's kind of what it feels like. It's I like, mean, it's yeah. It's like grim, but good. Yeah, like uh, uh, determination. Something's about to happen. We've rallied our armies, etc. We've got a lot of work to do. Uh, in more important news, I'm dyeing my hair again. Oh, what color? I don't know. I was supposed to have an appointment this evening and I had to reschedule it and I was just going to get the blue brightened but now I'm thinking I might just do something completely different. Yeah, you got like an aqua thing going on. Your hair is pulled back right now but from what I remember it's like an aqua teal thing. Right. And I was going to get it just dyed like, you know, cookie monster blue. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) But but like, I don't know, man. Like, do I want that or do I want... I, I just keep thinking to myself, do I want to blend in enough... Because I went canvassing last weekend. Nice. Good and I work. got yelled at by a lot of men. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Canvassing for Keston or Underwood? Underwood. Fuck yeah. She won. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Trin. We, uh, I personally flipped a House of Representatives yeah, seat. Yeah, that was a red district. Well, it was. The yeah. one Underwood. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's incredible. And I'm really happy that she won. Uh, but like, I don't know. The MAGA men, I feel like, can see me coming. You know, with the blue in my hair. And it's I'm not saying I need to, like, hide my thunder or whatever. It's more like I can't in this state creep up behind somebody. I see. I see. With my weird. Got it. So you you have to make a decision, like, do you want to be weird immediately or do you want to sneakily unfold your weirdness right. in front of someone? Either way, you're going to be weird and you're going to be yourself. Exactly. But you're just, like, ta- just thinking strategy. Right. Like, do I want somebody to just slowly uncover that I want to, you know, induct them into the feminist Illuminati? Or... Do they um, want to just know by looking at you? Right. But <laughs> So these are decisions that I have to make. I love it. I can't wait to see which way this goes. But, also, but you are thinking of color. I'm thinking hair. color. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. Don't we all just want somebody to tell us what to do with our hair? Yeah. Some, I want an expert. I just want somebody to be like, this is the correct color and cut for you. You have great hair, though. I mean, I think I would like to see the purple again. 
sometime Aww. sometime before 2020 i think that would be it would be nice maybe i can make that happen yeah for you. that would be cool i don't know yeah i can't wait to see what uh your hair will be when when you're in my wedding that'll be oh, so yeah. fun i don't care what it is do whatever the fuck you want it'll be awesome oh jen i'm gonna get your name uh shaved oh in. great jen and john forever <laughs> Just like in the banks. Awesome. It's going to be good. Speaking of things you can never unknow, <laughs> such as shaving my head with your name in it. Aw. These questions, they're both a bit rough. I do not envy these people, and I don't think either of them are doing anything wrong for the oh, first yeah. time ever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for the first time ever, I feel like both of our askers are like trying to exist. Yeah, they're doing their best. Yeah. You know? Jen, you want to read it? I sure ding, dang, dong do. Hey, Jen and Trin. I have two dear friends, Jim and Pam. Those are fake names. That's fake. Yeah, we made those up. We made them up. They are both important to me and have been a great source of strength when I badly needed it. They are both married to other people. Jim has had some trouble. He left his wife and experienced depression and suicidal thoughts. This seems to be under control. Those thoughts are in the past for now. I'd like to be able to help support him, though I still need to focus on myself a lot right now. Recently, Jim unburdened himself to me, confessing that he'd had an affair with Pam, and he left his wife with the hopes of a permanent relationship with Pam. He also said that Pam recently told him she never wants to set eyes on him again. Oh, boy. That's not good for him. He said he told me because he didn't want to be in a situation where I dragged them both to the same event again, as it hurts him too much. He says he won't ask anything of me regarding Pam. My question is, should I tell Pam I know about the affair? I don't want to change anything between us, but then it is her secret that has been shared without her knowledge. I asked my therapist. She didn't have an answer for me. I don't want to lose either of them as friends, but there is potential for this to become messy. Oh, it's already messy. Oh, boy. By no fault of you. Yeah. First of all, Jim. 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 Let's talk about Jim. So first of all, Jim puts you in a very shitty position. Okay, so he was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want you to invite us both to the same event ever again. It'll hurt too much. He didn't need to tell you that he slept with Pam in order to make that happen. So what he actually did was he unburdened himself on the closest available woman who he was not actively sleeping with rather than finding a therapist. Yeah, that's exactly. He kind of made you the therapist. He handed you a big, big bag of garbage and he went, you deal with this. Yeah. And I imagine that Jim has other friends. As close as Jim may be to you, Asker, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You are entangled in this in a way that he just, he could have done just such a better job and he really didn't. He wasn't thinking about anybody other than feeling relief of unburdening his feelings in that moment. He was definitely not thinking of how this would impact you and how it would impact your relationship with Pam. Or how it would entangle you. He just really mismanaged this. He yeah. made a mistake and then he mismanaged the mistake. Men. God damn it. But okay, so let's talk about where we are now. All right, so you are wanting to know, should you tell Pam that you know about the affair? And there are reasons for wanting to do that. One, you may feel like you are keeping something from Pam. Or you are afraid that if she does tell you about it, that she will be angry that you knew about it first. Something like that. That's what I imagine. Right. Are there any other scenarios here? What about why we would want to tell Pam? <sighs> I mean, because you feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel weird. Yeah. You feel like you're keeping a secret. You feel like you know too much. Because you do. You do know too much. Yeah. You should not have ever known this yeah. information. And you can't unknow it. Yeah. I wonder. So, God. So what sucks is that Jim should have talked to Pam. Before he talked to you, he could have told Pam that, that you he, know. Right. And Pam's never brought it to you. Right. That could be true. 
man, it's unfair that you have to do this much work here. Yeah. But Pam may know already and she just may never want to bring it up again. Yeah. She might not want to talk about it like whatsoever. So if you talked to Pam about the affair, what would that conversation look like? And what would you be trying to get out of it? What would it accomplish besides bringing up something pretty crappy? I I just, I don't see any benefit to it. If Pam brings this up to you of her own volition, you can say something like, hey, full disclosure, Jim told me a side of the story. I didn't mention this to you. I knew it wouldn't help anything. I love you no matter what. I have no judgment. I'm glad you're coming to me with your side of the story. I just didn't bring it up because I didn't want to add more hurt. And I wanted to keep an open door for you to come to me. I think that's great, Trin. I like that you, you're you reiterating why you didn't say anything. And it's because I didn't really want to hurt you. Yeah. You've kind of been through a lot. Right. Like, well, I didn't want to make the situation worse. And I don't think there's, I mean, maybe Pam will be a little upset by that. But to be honest, like, Pam's got a lot to deal with. Yeah. And you did not do anything wrong here. And it kind of, I'm trying to figure out truly if it's worth bringing to Pam. And I cannot come up with a reason. Honestly, the only thing I can think of is Pam being like, you're my friend. You should have told me that you knew. And if that happens, you could say, well, honestly, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't given much of a choice from Jim. And these two assholes on this podcast told me to Always not, blame us. I'll just blame us. We don't care. But yeah. What, what are we? Is she going to be mad at me? Even your therapist didn't have an answer. Yeah. Blame your therapist. That. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. I think that we're just reiterating over and over again that you have been given an impossible position by Jim. Yeah. We, we can be mad at Jim. Yeah, that is okay. We give you permission to be a little pissed at Jim for kind of forcing you to make some choices here. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, Jim knows that you were and remain close to Pam. So if you are a Jim and you're about to unburden your marital affair on one of your friends, don't do it. Say something like this instead. Hey, Pam and I are kind of on the outs right now. I mean, we need a little bit of time apart. You don't have to mention this to Pam because honestly, we've been hashing it out over and over and over again. But if you could do me a favor and not invite us to the same events or at the very least just warn us if one of us is going to be there, that would be so helpful right now. That's a very mature way to handle it. In if, a way un- that unfortunately, nobody that's, will. <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could turn back time. Jim clearly has a history of very emotional decision making at this point. Jim needs a therapist. Jim, Jim needs Jim, Jim. Jim needs friends that are not these two women. <laughs> That's exactly right. Maybe Jim should um, get maybe mm, a dog, a cat, someone that he can give his emotions to without taking up someone else's time and energy. I just realized I had a very in-depth dream last night about having an excellent aquarium. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Describe many fish. Colorful. Uh, no, they were more like freshwater fish, mm. I would say. I think it's because I didn't want to, have to deal with like the saline situation. Totally, or totally. How big was the aquarium? Large. I mean, I would say even about the size of, of this, this part of the table. Oh, you got a big one. Yeah, big, a big buddy. I would never do this in real life. No, you wouldn't. No, because uh, fish smell weird and I have cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what Duggo would do Duggo to an aquarium? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Into the tank. Never to be seen or heard from again. That's true. Anyway, Jim's not doing a great job here. I think you might want to avoid being around Jim anyway. Yeah, I think we all could use a break from the Jims in our life who make bad decisions and then pull people into them. Whoa, I got harsh on Jim. That's okay. I'm sorry. I mean, Jim Jim has depression. I'm not making that up. It says on the oh, question. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. sounds like I was deciding that Jim is depressed. I wasn't. <laughs> 
You've, give, you've given him depression. I, I, I cursed him with depression. <laughs> Here, you t- you can have my depression. I pass it on to him because it's contagious. His problems are just too complex and too large for a friend to have to deal with right now. Yeah, exactly. He's got some mental illness, as you mentioned in your question. He's made some decisions he's not happy with. And you don't be- need to be the person that gets in there and gets all fixy. You can be supportive and distant. One thing that I can't make sense of is in the question, uh, you said, you know, he, Jim told me this, this was like, blah, blah, blah. And Jim says he won't ask anything of me regarding Pam, which I'm assuming means he's not, he said, you don't have to choose between us, et cetera, et cetera. He actually has asked a lot of you, though. Yeah, he has. Like, he could have even given you some direction as to where to go from here. Like, oh, please don't mention this to Pam. Or honestly, if you want to talk to Pam about this, I think that might be helpful. Or just like give you any direction at all about what to do with this information. That's yeah. kind of Yeah, bullshit. it says he won't ask. He already has. That's exactly it, Trin. Yeah, he's already asked a lot of you. So let's just zero in on the question. Should I tell Pam that I know about the affair? You're in a really hard place. It is really unfair. There are negatives and positives to both sides. Not saying anything to Pam ever is its own thing, but maybe eventually it'll come out that you did know. Saying something to Pam is also its own thing. You're bringing up a very hurtful situation that she may not be ready to talk to you about. If I were to make the decision for you, I would say only bring it up when she does. Yeah, I think that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. I was, I'm going to make myself come down on the side here, and I lean no. I lean no, not sharing this. Okay. I think explore the idea of being a closed door. Yeah. Explore the idea of sitting with this information and letting it fade away. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it could very well be that this just wraps up on its own. Man, this is tricky. Man, I don't know. So I guess what it comes down to is I personally wouldn't bring it up. But I don't blame you yeah. for what you decide to do here. Oh, yeah. Because it is like, you know the situation way better than we do. You're probably feeling pretty weird and guilty about it, but you didn't do anything wrong. And if you feel like you need to tell someone, you're like, I got to get this off my chest. I know about this affair. I don't know if Pam knows. Write it in a diary. Yeah. Or go to a priest. Oh. <laughs> go to confession. We have ever gave that advice on this show, I think. There is no good way out of this because Jim, again, shitty Jim. <laughs> shitty fucking Jim brought put you, you in, in a here. really garbage position. So I guess like the in conclusion here is, All of your negative feelings, they are understandable. They are very understandable here. Feeling guilty, feeling sad about this. But I don't think that telling or not telling Pam is going to make you feel not terrible. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You just have to feel, feel terrible. Thanks a lot, Jim. Yeah, this sucks. And you are a strong, nice, good friend. Yeah, seriously. There's really not a lot of complaining in your question. So I feel like you should complain more. Yeah. Uh, we're, we'll complain for you. Complain on, on, we'll complain on your behalf that this sucks. I'm friends with Jim, who is not great at things, and Pam, oh, Pam's fine. Pam might be fine. Yeah, I'm not going to pass on Pam. Like, it's like the affair is neither here nor there. It Like, whatever you do with your freaking genitals, I don't really care. Whatever you want to do, they, you know what they were doing? They were bumping uglies. No. Oh. They were knocking boots. But <laughs> knocking uglies. Knocking uglies. They were bumping boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think they were just going to devolve into more awkward sexual metaphors. So I'd say have a question, question two. two. Why not? Hi, Jen and Trin. Oh, man, I forgot how much I hate this question. I hate. <laughs> oh, I'm getting angry. My boyfriend has a friend who is the definition of toxic masculinity and sexism. 
He is the type of person who doesn't believe women poop are fart and gets physically uncomfortable if the word fart is even said by a woman. <laughs> Incredible. How old are you? Oftentimes, he will go on long tangents about certain new events or political topics, which are sometimes ill-informed. I'll respectfully engage in conversation. I would not be able to do that. Yeah, what? I would not be able to be respectful. I would fart in his face. Like, hold him down, fart in the face. Yeah. Right up his nose. I could tell he doesn't like when a woman is contributing to these conversations. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> he doesn't treat his girlfriend well. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious that his bros are his priority. As a friend to my boyfriend, he's great. I wonder why. I understand that he respects my boyfriend and will always be there for him. This, of course, does not extend to the women in his life. I found out from my boyfriend's friend's girlfriend that he thinks I'm too opinionated and not a lady. I feel as though I have been very respectful to him as he's a close friend of my boyfriend, despite my personal feelings. His girlfriend has also tried to educate him on his sexist ways, but it doesn't seem to do much. My boyfriend and I have talked about this at length, and he is very understanding of my issues with his friend. And he's a great guy, and he won't be influenced by his friend's thoughts and actions. I would never ask my boyfriend to end a friendship, and I know that this guy will be around for a while. Currently, he lives two streets over, and he always calls or texts to see my boyfriend. We may not be in this city forever, so that component of this is not a permanent thing. My question is, how do I navigate this tricky territory? I find it draining that he doesn't speak highly of me and he's so close to my boyfriend. I don't really want to be an educator in my boyfriend's friend's life. And all of my close friends are already self-aware, genuine people. I know what my expectations are from this guy and he meets them. I want to stay civil before it gets any worse. Pronoun she, her. I don't want to stay civil at all. I don't see why you have to stay civil. Why do you have to stay civil? This guy, is, he's the one who sucks. Yeah, okay, so first things fucking first. Does your boyfriend ever even speak up when his friend is talking shit about women, about 50% of the population, Do about the gender that his girlfriend and his and his friend's girlfriend is? If he doesn't say anything, he's complicit. 100%. Does he laugh? Is he silent? Either way, he's endorsing this behavior. Sorry to say, your boyfriend is on his team. This is like why Democrats lose elections is because white people and men don't stand up to the shitty opinioned people in their lives. Why is your boyfriend friends with somebody who is sexist? All I see in this question is women doing the work. Oh, 100%. I don't hear, hear anything in here about what this sexist asshole brings to the table that makes your boyfriend like him so much. I don't see anything about your boyfriend going, my boyfriend shuts him down and it gets awkward, but he does shut him down. I don't see that. Right. And God, I hope you would include that because like, whoa. Like in this question, you say, I've been very respectful to him. I try to be respectful to him. His girlfriend has tried to educate him on his sexist ways. That is 100% not your job, especially because it has been proven over and over again that this man doesn't listen to women. So therefore, logically, a man needs to talk to him. And your boyfriend is not doing the work. No, not at all. I really need men, white men, straight men, to demand more of the other men in their life. Yep. And I don't give a shit if it's uncomfortable. I don't really care. Do the work. I am so sick of this dynamic, and I see it unfolding everywhere, uh, where women have to be babysitters, educators, mothers, or they have to be janitors, where they have to clean up all of this uncomfortableness just because this guy thinks women don't know how to 
that poop? What? I don't get it. What? I mean, and so things like that, like, oh, women are so delicate and dainty. That's hilarious. That's what we call benevolent sexism. So he may respond to that. It's like, oh, I, I love women so much. They are beautiful, delicate angels. But if you say that, that means that they are not human in the way that men are. And uh, Asker, you clearly know this. You have friends who are respectful, open-minded, progressive, as you mentioned. So why do you have a boyfriend who does not share those values? Yeah, I don't get it. What does I, I sincerely want to know what your boyfriend does when this comes up. Here's, here's some, a really interesting sentence. I find it draining that he doesn't speak highly of me and is so close to my relationship. That should really bother your boyfriend. Yeah. It should really upset him that his best friend speaks poorly of you. Yeah. So, so I found out from his girlfriend that he thinks I'm too opinionated and not a lady. So if he's, I mean, I'm wondering if this guy is talking shit about you to your boyfriend and he's not saying anything. Could be. Doesn't matter. It's, the word is getting around what this guy thinks of you. And it's also everyone seems to know that he's a sexist jackass. You are your boyfriend's significant other. We are not saying that he needs to choose you over his friends. We are saying he has already chosen you over his friends. You are the significant other. If he is allowing somebody in his life that is disrespectful to you, that is a slight on you. And I know that we sound, oh, tough, you know, like all those noises. But you're not doing anything wrong. We understand why you might put up with this. Your boyfriend 100% should not be fucking putting up with this. Yeah, absolutely not. It's someone is mistreating you and mistreating all the women in this in his life. All of them. Yeah. Okay. So imagine this guy in his workplace in a restaurant where there's female wait staff, like how, like, how could you take this guy anywhere? Right. Your boyfriend should be deeply embarrassed by the fact that he has this person in his friend group. He should be ashamed that he has not branched out and found people that share his values. And ultimately, it is a sign of his weak values that he's allowing this person in his life. If we sound harsh, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Either. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you think we're being harsh. I, uh, uh, I don't care. Sure. Yeah. You can also say I'm, we're too opinionated and we're not ladies. That, <laughs> fart, on, fart, fart. Yeah. Poop, Honestly, poop, those poop. two things that he said about you, take them as a compliment. Your very existence bothers this man. So let's talk about what next steps are. Because you end this with, I want to stay civil before it gets any worse. So you are already putting upon yourself. If it gets worse, then it's your fault. Like, I want to stay civil because I don't want it to get any worse. I think that you are misappropriating the blame here. He is the one who is making this an uncivil situation. If your boyfriend is asking you to put up with this behavior, your boyfriend is creating an uncivil situation. I wonder how he treats people who are disabled, who uh, have mobility issues. I wonder if he treats people that are not his race differently. He's already judging half of this entire world's population as subhuman. So I wonder how else this plays out. Is your boyfriend cool with those problems too? Are you? You are the company you keep. Yeah. You, are, you just are. Yeah. And sometimes you keep company that splashes the scum on you. And also, Trin, I like what you said about how does he treat other people. It should bother your boyfriend that he treats other people badly. It should really bother him. Yeah. And, and, and are we hearing from your boyfriend at all? No, we're hearing from you. You wrote to us. I don't see anything in this question that indicates your boyfriend is worried or upset. Yeah. He seems like he's pretty okay with how things are going. He doesn't want him to get worse. He doesn't want you to be unhappy. You already are unhappy. Yeah. 
Isn't it kind of shitty that your boyfriend doesn't care about his friend's politics because they don't affect him personally, even though they affect a lot of people that he loves? Why is your boyfriend friends with a man who doesn't treat his girlfriend well? I mean, that's got to be like the easiest, lowest bar to jump over. Treat, uh, treat my girlfriend well. I mean, are you guys 13 years old and like navigating gender relationships for the first time? Okay, get off the internet and go talk to an adult you trust. I mean, like the friend isn't even nice to his own girlfriend. That should bother the shit out of you. It really, it really should. So here's the thing. We don't have advice for how you should handle stuff because this is not in your hands. We just want to reiterate the fact that you are allowed to be mad at this. You are not some nag or something like that by bringing up how unhappy the situation makes you. This situation is an unhappy one. So it is okay for you to reiterate to your boyfriend, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. At this point, it's a matter of does it suck enough for you to bail on this dude who does not care that his friends are sexist? I'm sure that you're, you've got some internalized misogyny going on here. And we can kind of see it. And this isn't no fault of yours, you know, society, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure part of you is worried about feeling whiny. Yeah. Like you're stirring the pot. Like you, uh, why can't you just put up with it? It's just the way he is. The ill-behaved woman. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't you, he's just joking around. Why can't you just put up? He doesn't mean it like that. He, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't I, care how he means it. I would guess that the asker doesn't hear that in themselves. I would guess that the asker is like, yeah, I'm an uncivil woman, whatever. Like, I love, I poop, I fart, whatever. If you, you know, I diarrhea. <laughs> I'd sneeze out my own ass. <laughs> I'm sure that you think that. But if you are curtailing your behavior for the benefit of these men getting along, then that's internalized misogyny. Are you getting paid to be the community manager? I don't think you are. Every time your boyfriend hangs out with this guy, he should Venmo you $500 or forget it. <laughs> I totally agree. I mean, at the very least, totally time to have a pretty significant conversation with your partner, with your boyfriend, time to put up boundaries. And the boundary might be, I never want to have that guy in my house again. Yeah. My God, of course. Like, please, please not allow this guy in your own house. And if your boyfriend's like, oh, this sucks. My girlfriend says I can't hang out with you, buddy. Your boyfriend shouldn't like a sexist. Your boyfriend shouldn't be friends with sexist men. Your boyfriend should be doing something about the sexism of his friends. Like, he's fucking up on so many levels right now. Instead of just continuing to answer his texts and calls, that's what I'm seeing here. Currently, he lives two streets over and always texts or calls to see my boyfriend. Well, no, he doesn't get to see you. I don't care how convenient it is for your boyfriend to be friends with this guy who disrespects your humanity. He should be choosing your comfort over this one idiot. Let's do the old, uh, the old therapy trick that always works on me. Is what that is really it? a trick? Maybe it is a trick. Okay, Esker, if this were anyone else, if one of your friends, one of your female friends was going through this, what would you tell them? Sincerely, if like if it weren't you, replace it with a dear friend. What would you tell them? You would say, fuck that guy. Right. Why isn't your boyfriend sticking up for you and fuck his friend? Why aren't you doing that? At what point do you stop and say, nah, that's not okay? Like where where where's the line for you? How bad does this have to get? Is he gonna like become an incel? 
Oh God! You know, yeah. like is he red pill? Like he then he's actively engaging in a community that is harmful and violent to women. So what does that conversation look like? Where do we go from here? So your boyfriend Tober 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 <laughs> Toby Diaperman T Dipes Tober and his friend who sucks. We're gonna call him Mark. I have an ex named Mark. I don't know. Fuck Mark. He's, he's fine. He's just a teenager. Anyway, uh, okay. Hey, Toby, listen, I know we've talked about this a few times, and I know that I've tried really hard to be civil with Mark. I need you to understand how deeply hurtful it is for me that you willingly associate with somebody who sees me as subhuman. Here are some examples of some garbage stuff he's done recently. I'm not asking you to choose between the two of us, but I am telling you that my opinion of you is lowered by the fact that you choose to hang out with him. You really can't make other friends? <laughs> I know what's so great about this guy other than he lives two streets over. Ask her, try not to think about this as you saying, I need you to choose me or your friend. Say, I need you to choose having a girlfriend or being benevolent to sexists. Like, do you really care so much about not making waves with people who see women as subhuman that you will make me uncomfortable? Like, that, that's not going to play well long-term in our relationship. This is going to start a rift. The problem is in your boyfriend's hands, not yours. It is. I think this is not sustainable. No. You cannot, and you should not have to keep managing this. You have all the evidence here that he doesn't treat women well, and this is not a secret. You don't need to be, like, well-trained in social issues or dynamics to see what's going on here. Like, the evidence is right in front of your boyfriend, and he either doesn't care or he's willfully ignoring it. That's not okay. Yeah. How much is your boyfriend willing to ignore for his bros? For his bros. What? I just don't understand. I mean, I totally do understand. This dynamic is not an uncommon one, but it is infuriating. Oh, to yeah. see it unfold. A hundred percent. In conclusion? In conclusion. Yeah, there is no good path forward from here because your boyfriend is just fucking up. Every day that he remains friends with somebody who does not see you as fully human, he is insulting you. And that is just the truth of it. I am so sorry that you find yourself within this position because obviously the country and the world is full of people who are garbage sexists. Like, of course. But we can't let them into our inner groups. We have to make a stand for what we care about and what our values are. And if your boyfriend doesn't value not being a sexist enough to just not hang out with some asshole, then he doesn't care enough about fighting sexism. It is not enough to just not be sexist or not be racist or not be ableist. We have to be actively anti-sexist, anti-racist, anti-ableist. And if your boyfriend can't do that with you, he's really not worth your time. I'm not saying leave him. I'm saying make a fucking fuss. Yeah, get loud about this. I hate that we have to give you the advice because you know who we really want to talk to is your boyfriend. Toby Diaperman. We want to talk to the one who's filling his diapers. Yeah. Man, I'm so sorry that we had to be the ones to tell you that your boyfriend is filling diapers. He's spineless about this, yeah. and that's not okay. It is. I mean, ugh, man, sorry, what, buddy. What's it going to take to get your boyfriend to care? Like, what? what is finally going to be over the line? Is he one of those people that says, like, nothing offends me? Well, this should offend you. Maybe, I, maybe, the word, maybe the term being offended has lost all meaning 
just kind of like the term PC culture doesn't make any sense anymore. It's been totally like taken over by terrible groups. So like maybe he's like, nothing offends me. That's the same thing as I don't care about anything. Yeah. That's not fair. He should care about you. He should care about how you feel. You are dating somebody who watches his friend treat his own girlfriend terribly and he's still cool with that. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird that your your boyfriend watches this dude commit sexism and he's just like, yes, my buddy, my bro. I mean, your boyfriend should be on your team. I mean, otherwise, like, how is it? How is a partnership a partnership if you're not on the same team? Ugh. I don't know, Trin. I don't know where to go from here. I'm just angry. I mean, and that's it. Like, it's we have to sit in our own anger. We have to be comfortable enough with our own anger that it affects the people that we are angry at. Your boyfriend is clearly not saying what he should be saying. He should say something every time your friend says something sexist. He should feel like he is constantly talking about this. And then he should be tired of the fact that he has to be around somebody that he has to monitor. Your boyfriend should not want to be friends with this person. Sorry. I don't care what good qualities he has. I really don't. Maybe he's got like a ton of money. I don't know. Like what's, what's he bringing to the table? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Uh. There's nothing in here that's like, he took care of my boyfriend and my boyfriend was sick. No. <laughs> no, he just sucks. Maybe he's and, got a nice dog. Yeah. In which case, I totally get it. Steal the dog. Steal the dog. He doesn't deserve the dog. I hate ending on this note, but I also feel like, yeah, the advice is not take step one, take t- step two, step three or whatever. The advice is keep being angry and be loud about it and consider the fact that your boyfriend might be complicit in sexism. Keep being yourself. Don't turn it down. I, I want to say don't be civil, but like honestly, be however you want. Yeah. And don't apologize for it or don't f- try not to feel like you need to apologize for it because yeah. you sure as hell do not. You're not causing the problems. And I don't want you to have to solve them. I know. Jen, I don't want to end this on such a sad note. What's uh? let's, what should we, um, um let's see. Let's think of something good. That's so difficult. I kind of ran out of good things. I mentioned Idris Elba, and that was like kind of the top and bottom of my list. Well, this has been friendshiping with Jen and Trin. I can't wait to see what color your hair is. Thanks, Jen. That'll be exciting. That will be exciting. What else is, I mean, let me Google. What's good news? Good news today? Good news. Positive stories. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to let you guys just be mad about this because you know what? We probably do too much. That's that's exactly the problem we're dealing we're with. We're coddling. We are, are uh, pushing things under the rug when they make us uncomfortable. Sit in your uncomfortableness. Be a pig in that mud. Get down inside it. Become one with the uncomfortable mud. Roll around in the sod with us. Yeah. Yeah. Just like flop your, your little hoof. Do pigs have hooves? Hooves. I, yeah. They have, they have little tappers. The, the, your little tappers in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. Get in, get in there. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean. I, of course I do. I, I, yeah. This has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin, and we are deeply uncomfortable. Uh, if you'd like to ask us a question, you can at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to buy a thing from us, you can at thefriendshipingstore.com. Thank you to Alex Cox, our podfather and audio daddy. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing this godforsaken episode. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing our design work. And thank you to Molly Lewis for singing our theme song. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. New friendship at the problem.
Well, this is friendshipping with Jen and Trim, and we are. This, this is, is the freck goth. This is Jen. <laughs> this is Jen Chappelle. <laughs> 